Welcome back to the RMP, you dirty, dirty beasts. <laughs> you know, there's there's a there's a lot to life, and there's a there's a left and a right. And uh, I've talked about this um, when it comes to balance, and it comes to understanding the way that the world works, and making sure that we're not an extremist, we're not an ideologist. But before I get too carried away, I'm Zachary, your host of this motherfucking podcast. And if you want to hit me up, you can always email me at Zachary at therebelminded.com or check out my newsletter on Substack at therebelminded.com. Oh, ooh, on Substack at therebelminded.substack.com. Oh my God, how did I mess that up? And we're here to question the mess, make some rebellious actions, and start living life on our own terms. And I want to know, how do we live life as our true selves? The self will look into us at the end and ask us, did we do it all? Now, there's something that's been going through my brain. I always have something new at the, the entry of every podcast, right? So what's going on in my head? It was suggested to me that I should possibly be on some sort of drug because my mind wanders and I rant. And I always thought that, hey, that just means that, you know, podcasting is great. Like I can express myself and I get my thoughts out and that's exactly what I do. And then I was told this and I was like, I, what does that mean? What does that mean? That mean I'm I'm fucked up. Am I am I more fucked up than you guys have been telling me? Is that what's happening? Like, are you guys just telling me good things because you feel bad for me? You feel pity for me? That's not what I want. I used to want that. I used to want pity, but I don't want that anymore. Anyway, the reason you're you're dirty little bastards, and the reason I love that you're dirty little bastards is because that is human truth. It is the factual existence that the realm of balance exists that darkness exists with light that purity exists with evil that or corruption is maybe a better word and good is exists with evil and all of the balanced things and in my opinion i think we've gotten very very carried away with thinking that we can dissolve parts of ourselves. And in a weird paradox, we feel ashamed of the dark side of ourselves. But the dark side of ourselves is kind of hand in hand with the things that also hold power, that hold the ability to adjust that hold foundation, that hold masculinity in control with the right temperament, if, if that makes any sense at all. But, uh, you know, it's not based just on masculinity. It's not exclusive to masculinity. All I'm saying is that there are dirty parts of ourselves. There are evil parts of ourselves. And it's not that we should assume that we can be without those parts, it's that we know that we can be in control of them, that we are confident that we can live with them, that we can cohabitate, coexist with the darker sides of ourselves. And maybe the darker sides of ourselves are our ego. They are the narcissist. They are the things that we try to hide from the rest of the world. And 
what's the word? We gaslight the rest of the world or or stamp out uh, any resistance to who we are, any questions to who we are with corrupted power, with intimidation, with a basis of fear that we put into other people. But if we accept that we are dirty little bastards and that we're crazy and that we're evil it's almost funny it's almost funny that we can be two different things and we can understand fluidity and we can understand what it means to actually be human and let go of perfection because I think that's the biggest distraction in the world right now is everyone thinks that they're focused on a good social justice warrior fucking subject and they think that they're eradicating something when really they're focused on something that is surface level that they're forcing in front of our faces as as if we we are actually those things that we are phobic of any sort that we are racist that we are privileged and we hold it up against other people hold it up above above other people's heads the more we pay attention to things the more those things exist in who we are and exist in our rhetoric in our expression but if we were to focus on things that really matter to humanity, that really matter to what is healthy and wholesome, the rest would dissolve. Not in a purity sense, but in the sense that there's so many things that lie on the shell of existence that don't matter. That we've gotten to a point in our history where the healthier we are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, the more all of that nonsense falls apart. And it's not perfection. It's not utopia. It's ideality. It's majority above minority in the sense of good and evil. Anyways, I think the reason I said any of that was because... I've been in a practice of staying off my devices as much as I can unless it has to do with my work. And I've realized that as much as I try to focus on good things when I'm doing things that I'm not really passionate about, then the less I pay attention to the social media and the nonsense that's really going on, the more I and capable of having energy for the things that are good and the things that I want in my life, the relationships that I want, the things that I want to do, control of my finances, control control of my financial habits, all of this stuff. When I stop paying attention to all the things that say the world's on fire, because it's not. Anyway, mini lesson. Let's get to the episode. I love you all. Just keep fucking trying. Stop paying attention to all the shit. And we'll move on. This is episode 135. What are we after? What value can we give? Are we supposed to give? 
are we trying to remedy something or is it just reaction and affirmation that we're good at something? Is it a part of the process to feel this type of anguish? Is it only practice that will give us any sort of clarity? Will it always feel like we're skirting around purpose without actually tapping into it? What does impact actually look like? Is it to instigate individual power? Is it to inspire growth and pride? Is it to inspire others to live in alignment with their soul and not blinded by culture and external expectations and fear? Do we want to guide others to their true selves? Do we want others to think and laugh and live authentically? How would I accomplish any of this? Is my writing the right thing? Is it valuable enough to make a difference? Should I feel this way even though this has been my most clear path? my most successful one, am I still missing something? I think where I was at with this particular prompt was in a situation of a, a lot of doubt in my creativity. I think that I was in a loop of doing things that numbed me out and habitually kept me from not just doing any work, but it being able to process well. Um, whether that be distractions or whether that be a inability to work out and eat right. And this was, this was, this was late last year. This was when I was having a lot of struggle uh, right before I had made the decision, or it was the beginning of me making a decision actually, uh, late last year, to move. And I think that... The big thing that I was having an issue with was I had when I and and tell me if you relate to this, but when I get in fear, when I'm when I'm unsure of what I'm doing is is worth my time, I start to wonder what else could be out there. I get frantic. I start reaching for things. Uh, just in a just in this just in this desperate idea to attach to something that could be good for me that gives me a vision where I, I've stopped having it so when it came to me writing and podcasting in the beginning of anything you're, you're speaking out to silence we've talked about this before I think just a few episodes ago that you speak out into the world with whatever it is that you want to do with yourself and you find silence and I, I want people to know right now that that silence it, it does not mean that you are not on a correct path. I'm not going to say that it says that you are, but the silence is the test of your ability. It's the test of your resolve. It's the test of whatever passion slash mission you have, right? And I think that that is a spiral that I was in the center of. Nothing seemed to be going right. I was looking for excuses to hang out with my friends. I was looking for excuses to not work out. I was looking for excuses to stay out of the cold. I was looking for excuses to just be home and quote unquote do my work but not actually do anything because I would push it off till tomorrow. Had this idea. Had I had this, he, this is what I'm healing now is that I tell myself that I will relax, right? And I will give myself time to 
recover from the day, recover from a situation, recover from a rejection or something like that. And that then I can, I can jump into writing or podcasting. And what I'm finding is that the more time that I've suffocated my old self, you know, the more that I've realized that all the extra time that I have, I've been using to subconsciously get away from my work. Paying attention to things that don't matter, thinking that I have to work on other things before I actually tap into things that that are important, like acting on my writing and everything. And I think that... I think that these moments of doubt are telling us something about ourselves. I think that this is this is what I really think when it comes to skill or talent or passion is that there is probably a hundred different things that you or I could be fantastic as. Things that, that wouldn't even be just a skill or a talent, but could be a passionate skill or talent or mission, right? And I think what matters is that, or is the thing that we need to understand is that because so much exists now, because so much is live out there for us to see, and we get, we have, we see so many options, we're getting to the point where we can't choose. And that's where I think that when I would get frantic and, and search for things, I would go through, go on a, a YouTube rabbit hole looking for things that made me feel good that I decided that I could change my path towards. And I did that consistently for a few years, jumping back and forth between things, seeking out something that would just make me feel good, not realizing that there is a there is a repetition that gets boring in any type of work that we do. And even if you're an athlete, the training gets monotonous and boring. If you're an artist, the the scrapping of your work over and over and the writer's block gets monotonous and boring, all of this stuff. And so back to what I was saying was like, there's a hundred things that you could probably be really good at that would give you a very fulfilling life and would make you feel good about yourself that would give you the opportunity to be on your deathbed and love what you've done. But we have to choose. In this world of wanting everything and f- assuming that there's going to be a perfect balance between our efficiency and our capability and our fulfillment, we have to choose one thing to focus on. And maybe maybe there's a point in life where we can expand on those things, where we have multiple talents that we can do repetitively. But I think when it comes to situations where we're trying to move from one chapter to the next, when we're moving from a past self that we can't handle or a past job that we can't handle into a new version of ourselves or a new career, new mission, new idea, that we have to focus on one thing because we only get so much time. So if we only get so much time, if we have to live as two different people, then we're only going to have enough time really to get very very good at something if it's one thing 
not two things, not seven things. One thing. One thing to fit into the rest of our lives that also includes being financially stable, being mentally and physically healthy, being uh, on track with nutrition, and being on track with friends and community and whatever else is important to us. We have to realize that our passion only gets so much space. And depending on the person, there's only so much you're willing to sacrifice. And if that means that your life is unbalanced for a period of time, you need to realize that that's okay for you to expedite the end of one chapter and starting the next. That's what I'm finding about myself. And and I had this thought when I was was kind of getting ready for this particular episode. Is authenticity, is becoming authentic, is, is finding out what our soul is searching for, is that a practice? Is it not a click of a switch? Is it a constant repetition of getting through the things, wading through the, the, the murky nonsense of, of something that doesn't matter in order to find authenticity? Without knowing that we don't know what that what it actually feels like, with so many people that have lived lives conditioned in a way that has nothing to do with their body or mind or soul's desire, if it's it's like being it's like being out of shape your whole life, it's like being out of shape your whole life. If you've been out of shape your whole life, you have no idea what it means to be in shape and to eat well. And to have your mind clear and your body feel light and your body feel capable and make you and you feel powerful and you feel confident. If you've never had that, you don't understand what it means to feel that. Right? I mean, and and physicality is is a lot more tangible. Uh, there's a pretty direct path that a trainer can take you through. But the thing about a soul's search for meaning. I'm stealing that from uh, man's man's search for meaning uh, by Viktor Frankl. But uh, in order to find your your soul's search for meaning, in order to get through your soul's search for meaning, it's something that you have to do independently. It means that taking in external information and filtering it and adding to life your genuine self your raw self, the part of you that you're really scared of putting out there. And that's authenticity. That's authentic practice. So when we doubt and we get frantic, what can we do? What can we, what, what do we need to do? I think we need to separate ourselves, ourselves from the world and we need to create something. Whether or not that has anything to do with us being on track with our purpose. I think we need to connect with a present moment. I think we need to dial in to human existence and not modern objectivity, not modern timeline, not modern successes. We just need to exist. And existing is something that is becoming very hard for a lot of people today. 
which takes me back to the beginning of of the episode when I was talking about us paying attention to so much nonsense. What do you want to fill your head with? Every day, what should you be filling your head with? What matters most when you have intuition and instinct and impulse? How often do you set that aside because you have to get a job done? Or you have an obligation to tend to? Or you have a responsibility to someone else? What about the responsibility to yourself? What about your responsibility to your future self? What happens when you're 60 and you're no closer to where you should be? Are you going to feel any better facing yourself in the mirror at the end? When things are gray? When things are wrinkled? When you can't do the same things with your body? When your mind seems to be getting tired? We need to do it now. And we need to put most of the world aside and understand that we're not superhuman. And the best of the people, our our role models and our mentors, the best of those people know how to give themselves to a craft, at least for periods of time, because it seems like our heroes eventually become the villain. That's stolen from Batman, by the way. And if that's so, then at least we should give our chance, ourselves our chance to become the hero, right? If the villain is inevitable, then shouldn't we at least become the hero? All right, that's it for today. I love you all. I hope you guys keep thinking. I hope you keep questioning. Pay attention. Let's pay attention to ourselves. Let's pay attention to our existence. Let's pay attention to our purpose. If you don't have that purpose, you're in the right place. All right, peace. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.